What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Steamer Season 1, Episode 14. Hadouken. It's fucking... We're back, Scoob! I'm back. Yeah, two-day hiatus. How was your vacation? It was nice. It was nice. Wasn't even Got a vacation. some time off. Solo cast was good. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm still still trying to figure out what's going on with the Bengals, but that's about it. You look fired up right now. I am fired up. You know why? It's not even about today. It's what happened yesterday. I'm still pissed about it. Let it out. It's our vent vent session. All right. I'm going to hold my talking jeep. And I'm going to let out some rants about fucking bikers. Not not motorcycle bikers. The normal, like, bikers that are just on the side of the road, always in, always in the way. Yesterday I'm driving home, and I'm on a side back road. No, no bike lane, no sidewalk. And here's this fucking idiot, just riding along the road. It's 530, most traffic throughout the day, fucking rush hour. And this guy is just taking up the whole lane. And here I am, trying to get home, eight and a half hours of work, and and then I have to deal with this. Like, this is the icing on the cake for my day. Get out of the way! Get off the road! I should have the entitlement to get out of my car, stop, punt you off your bike, and throw your bike into the trash can next to the Miami Dolphins. That is... Is what I should be able to do legally. The frustration of a biker riding in the middle of the road after a long, stressful day just fucking hits different. It's you it, want to just the oh, the fucking audacity. It's like it's like coffee in the afternoon, but it's like angry coffee. It's like this is the type of energy I'm getting. It's like this. I I, I was just ready to go home, call it a night, and then this shit happens. They're such elitists too. They act like they're just above. They think, yeah, they think everything. they're entitled. They think they yeah. can just walk everywhere. They're wearing these stupid tights and no one gives a shit about. And then, the, and then they take up the road. They do the hand signals. They, oh, I'm crossing <laughs> the, the lane. I'm gonna stop at the traffic light just like you. Like no, no, you're not a car. You're not a truck. I will barrel over you. I will get out and kick you. The, and, f- the fact that they wear the tights, too, is so hilarious to me. Like, you know they just think they're better than everyone. Like, you can't just go for a leisurely stroll on your bike. You have to make it official like you're doing the Tour de France. Yeah, imagine <laughs> imagine, imagine going. I used to work at Wawa. Imagine going for a 6 a.m. shift. I'm just waking up. I'm just trying to get my day started. Gonna get, gonna get my breakfast ready. And all of a sudden, this is clown walks into the store with his tight his helmet on thinks he owns a place like no guy no i'm not ready for this this is not what i had signed up for and they'll do it too like on a narrow road where first of all there's a sidewalk right next to it second of all there's cars coming the entire time on the other side of the road so no one can pass them and they just don't give a fuck. And see, like, their argument is like, well, that's how I get place to place. I don't have a car. Get, get an Uber. Get some, Do something else. Like, this is 2019. Like, get off the road. Like, don't block me. 
Take your bike to a park. Go ride around. I don't care. But if I'm trying to get somewhere and I'm in a car, like, you don't stand a chance. Like, they don't do swimming Olympics and shit in the ocean because that's where sharks and whales are. That's where they belong. We do it in pools. Bikes belong on paths. Cars belong on roads. Yeah, they should just pass a law where if someone's doing that, they're they're allowed to get run over by a car. Seriously. it, it And then I have to put myself in danger for this... This guy's life because he thinks that he can just ride on the road. I have to swerve into another lane. Yeah. Going like 30, 40 miles an hour. Or if I crash, my life's on yeah. on edge. But he just gets to stroll right along like nothing happened. Just because they're entitled pricks. This is a public statement announcement. Just don't. I want to start the movement. I want, I want to start the movement. Get bikers off roads. Yeah. Um, Find your bike lanes. It's weird, too, because I think everyone I've ever talked to agrees with me on this. So I don't know where these bikers come from. Like, they just come out of the woodworks out of nowhere. Like, they're like closet bikers. You, you Like, they're, they're like, they're they, just their own. They're not own, proud of it they're their entirely. Own they don't come out and say that they do that stuff, but then they do it in the shads. Yeah. I'm starting to think this is a thing. Like... They, they're in the upside down. Okay, this is this is Stranger Things, but this is real life. This is these creatures. They fit in with us, and they think they own the place, and then they do the sketchy shit by riding their bike on the road. Yeah, if you do that, I don't give a shit about you or anything you stand for. Is pretty much what I'm getting at. Okay, I'm like I'm not saying like they're <laughs> worthless and the, the the lives don't matter, but get out of the goddamn way. I'm saying that they could pretty much go fuck themselves. This has been your <laughs> steamer's rant on bikers. I hate it. Fuck off, Jeeb. Alright. We're going to get into some, some, to some sports now because obviously that's what we're here for, not bikers. We're going to go over some of the power rankings and some of the division leaders right now. We did some picks in the beginning of the year. We're going to review those and how those are going. Jacob's going to get exposed a few times, I think. I think we both are. But it's okay. Um, yeah, before the season started, we did these picks. We picked the AFC and NFC standings. So we're just going to go through them real quick, do a quick review. We're going to do this uh, every four weeks. Okay. So how do we want to start? We'll start this with the AFC, I guess, because we started. That's All right. So who who is currently atop of so each division? The Pats in the AFC East. The Chiefs in the AFC West. The Browns in the AFC North at two and two. Tied and over the Ravens because tied they beat over them. the yeah they're tied with the Ravens, but they beat them, so they have a tiebreaker. And then the Texans. This whole actually this whole AFC South is two and two, but they have the Texans at one. Um, All right. So where where are we at? So I think all right. So we'll just start here. I'll just come out and say it. The most wrong pick probably was me taking the Steelers to win the division, so as far. it stands right now. But they are only one game back. So if they beat the Ravens this week and the Browns lose, who's at the top? Who like I guess it's just a dead tie with the Browns. They would be number one. Since yeah. the Ravens lost to both the Browns and the Steelers. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I actually definitely don't think that's going to happen. But I'm just saying, they're only one game out. 
but I mean, yeah, that's probably the worst pick so far. I mean, they're not throwing the ball more than three yards, so they're more than just a game out. They're like, how do I throw the ball out? Yeah, I mean, you might as well consider them two games back at least. Yeah, two games back at least for right now because they're gonna lose this week. Um, Ravens aren't losing three in a row. That's just my take. Yeah, um, their defense has been terrible. But uh, I so another one I want to talk about is with the AFC South. We both had wait. So what did we have? We well, had the text. We both had the Texans going eleven and five. Okay, that's still that can still happen. It can still happen. Nine and three the rest of the season. But the Colts is probably what you're gonna you're trying to roast me right for right now. I'm looking pretty right about the Colts. I'm Jacoby's definitely impressing me. And yeah, I think that's the next one I wanted to get to is where you had the Colts at six and ten. Do you still think they're gonna go six and ten? Well. They're going to lose on Sunday night. They're playing in Kansas City. So I don't think you're picking them. So that's two nah, and three. Yeah, nah. I believe they still have to play the Texans twice. I think they Texans. Can, they so can beat them, though. I'm not saying that the Colts can't finish better than six and ten, but there's they're missing. Like Leonard's been out. Hooker's been out. Ty's banged up. Marlon Max banged up. Like they got to get healthy. And maybe they can do better than that. But you also didn't mention my sneak. The Jaguars. Dark horse. I don't forget that take. So I had the Jaguars at 7 and 9. I can still totally see them going 7 Didn't and 9. you? They're not going 9 and 7. Um, I, I just think I'm starting to walk. Like if the Texans lose to the Panthers at home, I just don't see they them going did. 11 and 5. Yeah, I know. I'm saying like they did. That uh, happened. Like, they could lose to anyone in any week, then, if that's going to happen. If they're at home losing to the Panthers well, with Kyle Allen. So, there's one thing. What if they? What if the Jaguars are within a game? Or, like, they're, like, one or two games over 500. Let's say, hypothetically, when Foles is eligible to come back. Are you riding out Minshew? Uh, no. So, you think if Foles is healthy, he's going to come back and start? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Even if the Jaguars are in contention for that spot. Especially if they're in contention. Okay. Because I think it's been proven that Foles is better. He's not a season-long quarterback. He's great when his back's against the wall. That's been proven. I mean, he look, he's so still good. So if he comes in at the end he... of the season and they need to win some games to make the playoffs, why would you not put Nick Foles in there? But why would you rush him into that situation if you have a quarterback that's winning you games? I don't think it would be rushed. I don't. I mean, they, dude, Minshew is very. He's, he's got like the highest completion percentage of like a rookie. Yeah. And then he's no. Also, wait, did you see his completion percentage? You know what it is right now? It's sixty nine. Sixty nine point four two zero. Nice. <laughs> sixty nine four twenty. How sick is that? But all right. Yeah, I. So the, the what was it? It was a ten week injury for Foles breaking his collarbone. They don't need to rush him back, depending well, on the games that they're playing. Then they could bring him back like week fourteen, which is plenty of time to get healthy. And then if he wins the last couple games, gets him to the playoffs, like that's that's what I think would happen. You think that they would just keep Minshew in? I think if they are over five hundred with Minshew, they're gonna ride Minshew. <laughs> I just can't see it. They paid Foles so much money, Minshew's. I know it, but. But then again, he's coming off a broken collarbone, so it's like 
Like I said, though, they wouldn't have to rush him back if they're already doing that yeah. well. If they're if they're not at five hundred, though, they probably keep Minshew and just leave Foles out the rest. Of the are game. we not? Are we not? Are we not picking the Titans? Are you not? No Titans. The Titans. Their defense is the Titans probably are like playing the, the best. The, of the AFC division. version of the Buccaneers, where I have no clue what the hell is going to happen with them each week. Magic Eight Ball. I said it. Yeah. Said it in my segment. They are the Magic Eight Ball team. And it's funny because it's it's uh, Mariota and Winston. They were both taken the, together, and their teams are just they're the, hit or miss. Did hit you or see miss who they've week. beaten? They've beaten Atlanta in Atlanta, and they've beaten Cleveland in Cleveland. Yeah. So those are two really good wins, and then they have the two bad losses against so, Jackson. Yeah, against Jacksonville, and I don't even. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I forget already because I just don't really watch the Titans, but I know it's a bad loss. Um. So the only two other divisions we didn't talk about here are the West and the East because they're just no, they're already we're definitely already, don't need to talk about the East because the Pats are going to win. Actually, that. there is something we need to talk about with the West. Yeah, the Chargers. The West, yeah, I was going to say we're going to talk about the West though because I think the Chargers are going to start clicking now. Now they have Mel- I told Melvin you Melvin back. waited too long. It wasn't going to pan out. If they can keep winning games before Derwin James comes back. That's when they're going to start so really what clicking. Did I, I said they would be 8-8 eight and eight this year. You had them at 8-8. Eight and eight. I have them at 9-7. and seven. And they're 2-2 two and two right now. And they're playing Denver. <sighs> I could even – yeah, they're going to beat Denver this week. Um, I, know, I think I think they beat Denver because Denver, um, what the hell? So, and I mean, I'd have to look at the rest of their schedule, but I know it's not like the easiest schedule ever. I'm still feeling good about nine and seven. I actually think they might end up going ten and six, maybe, but I'm gonna stick with nine and seven. Um, all right, let's move on to the NFC. Uh, there's nothing really else to talk about there. Bills. Um, yeah, no. <clears throat> so I guess we'll start with the NFC East. All right, no, we'll go through. So the Cowboys are at the top of the division right now, NFC East. 49ers, because they didn't play this week. Are still undefeated. They're at the top of the NFC West. Let's just finish the. Oh yeah, go to, go through the divisions. Yeah, and then Packers are at the top of the NFC North. Saints at the top of the NFC South. Uh, I think you wanted to talk about the NFC West a lot here. Yeah, I did because not only are the 49ers three and zero. What did I? I, th- I said nine and seven. I think for them and the Seahawks, right? You said nine and seven for the. F- I have the wrong paper. Sorry. Yeah, I think you said yeah, you said 9-7 for both of them. Yeah. So, San Fran, I think they've had three nice tune-up games. I hate how they had a bye because then it's just I don't know I don't know if I like that. They're not a true th- leader of that division. Like um, I think the, the Hawks and the Rams are better. Yeah, than and then this game for what will be tonight, Thursday night football of uh Seahawks hosting the Rams. This game is huge. Yeah. Not only is this going to hold Possibly a tiebreaker of the division, but even the wild card. Yeah, because if because if the, now that the 49ers are three and zero, now you have you might have to battle, have three teams battling, and this game now is just bigger because one of these teams is going to fall to third in the division, and the other yeah. one. There's you know, so many great NFC teams that it's like you ha- as a team you really want to win your division because you could still do well and not make wild card just because there's so many good teams. Yeah. So this is a huge game. Um, I think we like need to reevaluate our. We both had the Rams as the highest, the be, are the best record 
Um, I still think that they. You had them tied with the Eagles. I had them a game above the Eagles at twelve and four. Um, are they still? Like, I don't know. Are they still going? to I be? still think that they will have the best record in this division, just because their offense is the most established and guaranteed point getter. Yeah. I think, and if anything, this division in fantasy perspective is just pushing Gurley that he has to play. Yeah, because you can't afford to give up games now especially if they lose in seattle which is a tough game their defense just gave up 55 points to the bucks in la so yeah i mean that's ridiculously concerning i thought their defense would be a lot better um their secondary looks bad um i can't believe that and i think something that you're disregarding is the rams offensive line is not as good this year Goff is still Goff, like he's he's solid, but like he needs help. And Cooper uh, Cup's been huge, though. I mean, Cup as long as Cup can stay healthy, well. that's good because that's huge for Goff. Um, but I think everyone knows this Gurley's just not the same. No, I no, so, I think that they they need to unleash Gurley. I, I just don't time. see. I don't know if I see the Rams being the number one anymore, finishing number one. Why? I mean, okay, I they think have, the Seahawks could beat him this week. Um. Yeah, but then you got to think about it. Do you think the 49ers are going to beat the Browns? Uh, I do not. I, I I haven't decided that I yet. hate the fact that the 49ers are coming off a bye when they were 3-0 and versus yeah. the Browns have just won two pretty pretty good games. Yeah, they're hot right now. 49ers might be a little rusty coming off the bye. And Jimmy G's game before the bye week was against the the. Uh, Steelers, where he had like five turn, that offense had like five turnovers, so yeah. they were sloppy and they walked away with that game. That I'm all I'm saying is, 49ers are riding high right now, but I don't think they're gonna stay there for too long. I think they're gonna have a wake up call, and then see. I like the Seahawks to win the Thursday night game. Rams, I think, are the season long better commit. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I still like the Rams more than the Seahawks. They just have a much better roster. They just have to figure out if, like, if their offensive line can't play better, I, I'm not going to feel great about them. All right, let's get to the uh, NFC North because there's some there's some discussion here too because all these teams are so definitely in the hunt. You had the Bears winning the NFC North, which they're they are, and you had the Vikings at ten and six. That can still happen. The Vikings lost. No. They lost two division games, so Kirk Cousins sucks. I said this. I said this before Week One. I was wrong about the lock with the Falcons because I was wrong about the Falcons a little bit. But the Vikings have a great roster, and Kirk Cousins sucks. Simple as that. I think he's going to bounce back. We I will find out in eight, my Fanduel takes eight and eight. That's what I had the Vikings at, and they're on track. Well, you probably had the Lions also, at like fucking four I, and ten. I had them at six and ten. Six and ten. And you had them at seven and nine. So you were a little bit more right than me. Um, they look good. They should have. They should be knowing that they played three la- they three teams undefeated. from the playoffs last year. They should be four and zero. They could easily be undefeated. Yeah. Like, and I mean, the, the fact they tied to the Cardinals, though. I mean, it was the first game, but still, like, they should have won that game. Um, I did have the Packers winning this division, though. I still feel good about that. Mm, I don't know. The I mean, they had a bad game Dallas, against the Eagles. I, I'm gonna I'll feel better because I so wanted to is, tell me all, all about that. So I think people were overreacting about the Packers defense, saying it's elite. 
But now I think they're overreacting, saying that it's like not that good. Like it's no, still their good pass defense. defense is pretty good. I think their pass defense mm-hmm. is a lot better. Their rush defense, like their pass rush, is good. But their run, the their defense against the run has been their struggle because Jordan Howard killed them. Then you, uh, I'm pretty sure, um, Philip Lindsay killed them, and now yeah. they have Zeke. And if they can't stop Zeke. Yeah, their run defense needs to shore up a little bit. But, I mean, I think people are saying that the Packers defense isn't, like, good anymore, and that's just wrong. Carson Wentz is just amazing. The Eagles offense is really good, and people are undervaluing that too. So, I still I still like the Packers to win this division. I don't trust the Bears offense. Their defense, their defense is the best. is amazing. Yeah, but you're going to have to put up points to win. Um, NFC South. I mean, not much to talk about here other than the same. I, was, I mean, Teddy. we were both wrong about the Falcons. We had them both. We both had them at ten and six. Yeah, I I picked them to be the because I didn't trust the Buccaneers' defense, their run defense, and Shaq Barrett. Wow, Shaq Barrett is crazy. Good. Um, and then just the Panthers. The Panthers honestly are in the worst position of all of them because the only thing they have going for them is Keekley and McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh, the Saints are playing well as a team right now, helping Teddy get through it. I, I think they believe a lot in Teddy. Like, I knew that they weren't going to fall back too bad, like, play much worse. I've said that on the podcast, that I thought they were going to be fine, even with Teddy. It's not that much of a downgrade for Breeze. The Bucks were a Matt Gay field goal away from being 3-1. and one. Yeah. But like I said, like, yeah – they're playing well. They should be three and one. Um, of course, Jameis. You just never know what you're going to get every week, yeah. and I can see them just. I don't know. They're playing the Saints this week. Um, Big game. I like that as a shootout. Yeah, I don't know. See, I don't know. I could convince myself either way. Bucks could destroy them. Bucks could. James could throw four picks. Or it could be yeah. Knows? It could be just a defensive game. All right, last one. I think we're both going to agree on this. Eagles. I had them at eleven five. You had them at twelve and four. We both had the Cowboys at ten and six. I can still see the Cowboys going ten and six. I can see the Eagles figuring stuff out week by week and still going eleven and five. Well, we're a Jalen Ramsey trade away from being probably the scariest team in the NFC. Yeah, because our offense is playing well. We need to do that like yesterday. We, sh- we just give them whatever. We need to get Ramsey. There's nothing. I don't understand what. What these picks are doing for us, so like we are. Because this is the thing, our team is pretty old. Like it's on the older side. But we're locked up for like another average. three years. And yeah, so we're all tra- locked these, up. These so we picks have like don't hold us back too much. Yeah. So we have like a three to four year window, and plus Ramsey's still twenty four. Like this is like a centerpiece that we could trade for and then build around him as a defense. Like I just think it's a no brainer. I, I would even give up. I think I would, I'm at the point where I'd give up two first round picks. They offered that. I think that's where. No, they, they offered. Are. I thought it was a first and a second. Oh well, I'm doing if the birds are. We can't stop the pass. So, I mean, I I also think that our offense. I don't think the Cowboys defense is. They're playing well, but I really don't think they've been tested yet. This week they get tested against Aaron Rodgers. So I think that's gonna be a good game, but I, that'll be a really close. If game. they lose to the Packers at home, it's gonna tell you that everyone's gonna fall back on the Cowboys. It's a pretty fair fight too, because Cowboys have Amari banked up. Uh, Rogers has Devontae. Devontae banked up. So I don't we'll think it's the same, but yeah. Okay, so let's move on. Let's do this quick. Talk about the power rankings a little bit for Week Five. Um, we're just gonna pick two talk points here. Um, 
So I'm going to list them off real quick. Pats 1, Chiefs 2, Saints 3, Rams 4, Cowboys 5, Packers 6, Seahawks 7, 49ers 8, Bears 9, Ravens 10. I can't believe the Saints are over the Rams, and I can't believe the 49ers are... It's still crazy to me to hear them in the top 10. Um, It's weird because I feel like... So I think it's clear the Pats and Chiefs are 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, then we have this huge just piece of like the whole NFC is just there. And I feel like the whoever's rating this knows that it should be all these NFC teams. They just don't know where to rank them. Like you could rank them in any order. Yeah, no, you could. You could really rank a lot of these teams in any order. Um, it's hard to, It's hard to say. Um, I would put the – I don't know. I think I would put the Saints over the Rams. Um, their defense is really good. Um. Their offense needs to play a little bit better. They need to get Breeze back. But I don't know. I just don't know what it is. I just don't really like the Rams that much. Like, they're still really good, but I don't know. I think they just had a bad I think they're fine. I'm not worried about that. The Rams would be three to me. I think that if you're ranking the Cowboys at number five, five, I think that that's really high right now. Just because if now that they have the Niners at eight, you're telling me that a team beats three bad teams – and one sits at eight, and the other one sits at five. The Cowboys beat the three worst teams, arguably in the NFL. Yeah, and they're, they, they get beat to the be Eli at five. Giants, the Redskins, Not and the to Miami mention, Dolphins. In all the power rankings before the season, they had the Cowboys like middle of the pack, like fifteen on average, and they win three games against the worst teams in the league, and then they lose to their first normal opponent who don't don't have their They're starting, starting quarterback. Hall of Fame quarterback. So how does that make them five? I don't understand that that's, at all. That's what I'm saying. So if um, you're if like the Ram I mean the uh 49ers, they beat the Bang like the, the the Bengals, the Steelers, like those are probably better teams to yeah. go up against. And what I'm saying is their three wins meant more and were more proven wins, even though that those teams are not doing as hot. But still, I would still yeah, take those teams yeah. over the, the, the Cowboys. Teams the Cowboys played, yeah, for sure. Just because Dak threw three touchdowns against the Dolphins, Lamar threw freaking four or five. Like yeah. seriously, like also the Cowboys when they played the Giants, Eli was still playing. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. It wasn't even Daniel Jones yeah, who's actually so, moving the ball against the defenses. And the fact they lose to the Saints without Breeze, I even predicted they didn't this would even happen. score a touchdown. Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. They didn't. No, like, they the, yeah the Saints didn't even score. That's touchdowns. what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. they didn't even need to like. I I I think that the Cowboys are. Sitting at five is just telling me too much. I love how I, um, someone tweeted out like the four big plays the Cowboys couldn't stop, and it was just all four field yeah, goals. Yeah, no, they, that, they deserve that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I say the first takeaway from this power rankings is that so there's seven NFC teams, three AFC teams. The third AFC team is number 10, and then the, the other two are the top two. So that just shows that in the NFC you're going to have to – like you might have to have like 10 11 wins to make the playoffs as a wild card and then the AFC you could probably have like 8 or 9 yeah um and then the other takeaway is that the Eagles are 11 Eagles and Browns are my two teams potentially move in there after this week yeah so um uh i mean i would take the i think the Eagles are better than the Bears the 49ers debatably the Seahawks definitely better than the Packers we just beat them um, debatably better than the Cowboys. I'd say they are. I mean, I don't know. And then it's debatable against the Saints and Rams too. I mean, I I wouldn't put them above them just because of the record right now. But yeah, 
we need to figure out our defense, and then we can start putting them within that top five. I don't think I think until we figure out our defense, we're sitting in the same shithole. All right. It's time, Scoob. You know what time it is. Had a good week last week. It's on the deadlock segment. That's what I live for. This I also shit I live for. had a really good game betting the Steelers on Monday. Feeling hot right now. I'm going to do this real quick. First game I got here. Ravens at Steelers. Guess the line. Ravens by four and a half. It's Ravens minus three and a half. So you're close. Shit, dick. Um, pretty sure this is gonna be my locky Lockerson. Sealer, you're gonna say the Ravens. Yeah, Ravens minus three and a half. Uh, I'll say it again. Always watch out for teams that just got embarrassed last week. And to be honest, the Ravens have gotten embarrassed the last two weeks on defense, giving up over 500 yards in the last two games each um that's the first time that's ever happened to them in history they're a proud defense like they they every year it's like watch out for the ravens defense so they're going to turn it up this week against a rookie or first time starter quarterback like first year starting um and i mean like i just don't see the steelers moving the ball at all uh i see Ravens having a bounce back game. I think Lamar Jackson is getting more of a reality check. He's going to do a lot more preparation this week. Should be an easy win. Yeah. Also, right now on FanDuel, these odds are plus 100. Usually it's like minus 110. So I actually already hammered this. So this is my lock. So I want to add one thing to that. I agree 100%. I'm taking the Ravens to cover that spread as well. And let's just not mention the fact that Steelers Stevens did play well. It was against the Bengals. Yeah. Then, also, they're coming off a short week. Connor got banged up. Yeah. The one thing they did on Monday night is show, we're not going to throw it down the field. At all, yeah. So, so, good luck against a defensive coach of John Harbaugh trying to preach that. And I think that this is a game where you see this, the Ravens secondary play a lot better. I know that like people like are hesitant to start the Ravens defense. They absolutely should this week. Should sure. I'm not saying should, but I'm saying like I wouldn't fade it too much. I'm I think that it will be a decent scoring game, but I I like the Ravens to cover that. Yeah, I mean they're just gonna stop the run. They're gonna make Mason Rudolph throw downfield. This is what should, the Bengals should have done last week. It was plain as day. So obvious. Um, John Harbaugh is smarter than Zach. What's his Taylor. Zach Taylor? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that that's my locky Lockerson. I decided faceless assassin Hugh Jackson. Yeah, that is a dead lock. Okay, we got the Colts at the Chiefs. Want to guess the line? Chiefs minus eight and a half. It's Chiefs minus eleven. Then you gotta guess. You guess what I'm taking? I am taking the Colts plus eleven, and that is strictly because that is a lot of fucking points to give up <laughs> That's a to lot. an NFL team. Well, you're also forgetting the fact that the Chiefs last week. Mahomes didn't throw a touchdown. Yeah. Now, if I'm a betting man, which I wish I could be, I'm just a FanDuel guy, I think Mahomes is going to redeem himself from not throwing a touchdown. I agree. But another thing, the Colts, I mean, they're better than what they played last week. They didn't have a lot of their players. This is just as of Wednesday. 
maybe they don't get any three of those players back that they had out last week between Hilton, uh, Leonard, and Lee Cooker. But if they get some of them back, I think T.Y. will play. They'll be able to score more points stay in the game. That 11 points to get, like, the Colts are good. Like, they're solid. That's a lot of points to give up. I'll take the points there. I mean, uh, there's not much else to, to say to that. That's... I'm going to say that the Chiefs cover that. Okay. I think that the Colts are too banged up. I think it's a tough, tough game on the road. They just gave up how many points to the Raiders? Yeah, at home. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I and I also think the Chiefs a... have a better defense than the Raiders. So, but, I mean, I'm saying like if you were putting your money on it, you're really gonna swallow 11 points. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm I'm taking the the bet it's, on it's, Mahomes and that offense to put up at least 35 points. And I don't know how many points you think that the Colts are putting up, but that's asking the Colts to put up at least three touchdowns. They're gonna do it. I'm gonna take it. It's 11 points. It's NFL. Anything can happen every weekend. All right. Any given Sunday. Colts are a solid team. They usually keep things close. I know last week was a little bit different, but whatever. Jacoby. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it at plus 11. That's a lot of points. Last one. We got the Broncos at the Chargers. Melvin return game. It's obviously Chargers. I'm going Chargers seven and a half. Chargers six and a half. God damn it. Give me one. Yeah, so I think you're you're close on two of them and you're kinda of close like on the Colts. Three one. points off on the other. Yeah. Um I'm taking the Chargers minus six and a half. Uh, I think they're. I mean, I hope at least that they're gonna get Melvin really into this game. Last week, Fournette ran all over the Broncos. Lenny's the man. I've been saying all it. over him. Um, they couldn't stop him. And Melvin Gordon's better than Leonard Fournette. But he might not get as many. T- so my thing. It doesn't matter. Well, the thing is, it doesn't matter. Uh, Eckler's the Eckler's really great too. Like they're both gonna. Like I would like the Broncos. I would take the if there's a prop bet out there, I'm probably taking the Melvin Gordon scores a touchdown. Yeah. But the yards and the touches and all that shit, I'm probably not it's hard touching to predict. that. Yeah, it's hard. Well, yeah, because the Broncos run these, and they lost Bradley Chubb. Yeah, the run is going to be Chubb, huge, yeah. huge hole there. So, and it's at the Chargers, so like I mean that helps. Um, if it was at Broncos, I wouldn't take this because I don't know. I just hate betting on teams that are playing at Denver. But um, yeah, dude, I don't know. This, it's the Broncos. It's Joe Flacco. I'll, I'll swallow Elite. six and a half points. Chargers win by a touchdown. Book it. Those are the locks. We're at six and six right now. Um. So, yeah. All right. It's your boy. It's cash out or blackout time. Last weekend was a blackout, but we're ready to cash out now. My QBs for the week. Scoob, are you ready? You got to figure this shit Dude, out. Dude, this is the hardest position, apparently. So I'm taking guys that... You might as well take Mahomes because... He, you can't for the... He's on the main uh, slate. He's a Sunday night. Obviously, well, if I do the Sunday night primetime, I'm taking... The week after is when you should have taken him. Yeah. All right, so my QBs. I'm taking pro football's focus, number one QB. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, because he was number 97, remember? Yeah. In the Number one, one ranked quarterback in the league. Carson Wentz. I love the matchup. Jets secondary. Am I starting this weekend for the Jets? Find out on Sunday. Deshaun Watson. I'm 
really thinking this is like his stat line this week this year has been uh like good, awful, really good, awful. So I'm going yeah. with he's having the really good game at home. He hasn't had it yet. He's got to have it. Jameis, holy shit, he's back on my radar, and I can't believe I'm doing it. I think this. I really think this game's gonna have some a lot of scoring to it. It's in the dome. Um, I don't know. I just I don't see this as a defensive game. I don't. Are you telling me that this is gonna be the the Tampa Bay defense versus the New Orleans defense? I don't like that the idea. Tampa Tampa's all right. Tampa and Saints points, defenses though. are the best run defenses in the league. They gave up. They gave up forty points though last week, and then, like the Saints, like that was because they were playing conservative because they were blowing out the Rams. All right, I I think James is, he's the same price as my other guy I like this week is Tom Brady. But if you're gonna decide between them, I like Tom Brady too. He had a terrible week. He had twenty plus in all the first three weeks. I like him against Washington. I think it's a good bounce back week for Brady. And my no one pick. You talk shit on him. Jeeb, talk shit on him. You, me. Were you pointing I at talk me? shit on him. <laughs> we all talk shit on him? Kirk Cousins. Uh, you like that. Dude. He's going through all the adversity. He's going through all the shit right now. He's 6,800 at the Giants. They can't cover the pass deep ball. I think that the Redskins just played terrible last week. Kirk Cousins is a great no one pick. If you're that cheap... Yeah, because the guys I'm about to list in the running back receiver category, you might need to do it, but I haven't had to do it yet. Really going to – Kirky. They're going to get rid of him. All right, running backs. Uh, I like basically anyone in the top right now. CMC, he's it's a steamer right there. It's it's. I mean, it's <laughs> you, 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 you gotta the you gotta. There's takes coming. I'm oh, just let's saying. get to running back. I like. All of the ones at the, the top. top four. I love the top four. CMC, Z, Kamara, Dalvin. I'm I'm at least putting at least one of them in my lineup, no matter what. You like Kamara this week? Uh, he has five touchdowns in two games at home against Tampa Bay in his career. Oh, that's a okay. That see, that's the type of things I need to hear. Green Bay gave up. What would three you do touchdowns. if I didn't ask these questions? Green Bay gave up three touchdowns to Jordan Howard. Now they got Zeke Elliott. Okay, I didn't ask about Zeke. I was just asking about Kamara. Christian McCaffrey has played the most snaps, and he's got the most touches, and he's got like 200 yards out of in three or four games. All right, well, how about a fucking take? Which and then one Dalvin Cook gets the goddamn Giants. Which one of the four do you like the most? I'm, I'm my first one I've been looking at is Dalvin, but because he's been putting up 20 points in three out of four weeks, and he still had 16 last week, so I, I still like him. And if they go up, they're gonna run the ball more. I like Dalvin the most, probably. Uh, and they're the two cheaper ones. So Dalvin Dalvin and Kamara are my two I'm taking first. If I have money for McCaffrey, I'm going to take him at least one or two, but that's where I am. You now, know, real quick, you know Zeke, Ang told me this, apparently Zeke Elliott only has like two missed or broken tackles this year. Yeah, he's not, he's not, he's not moving he just as gets quick. Tackled. So he needs a big, he needs a big week. He needs two touchdowns. Go down. I haven't taken Mixon a lot, but he's not a bad play this week. I just don't like him to have 20-plus. I like to look at guys that I think I can get 20-plus. I don't think he's going to get 20-plus. He's a good matchup. He, he, he'll probably get like 15. Lenny. Lenny Fournette against Carolina. I like that matchup. I think they're going to try to stop him more, but he's another guy that's playing like every snap. Yeah. My pick right now, I can't believe he's this cheap, is David Johnson. 6,800. Uh, oh, they just yeah. lost what Christian the Kirk. 
Why is he 60? Samuels, every running back that's gone against Cincinnati's put up like 15 plus points, and it's David Johnson. He was a first round pick. He's going. He's a good running back. Melvin. I'm not taking him. I like him, but I'm not taking him. If you have the money, if that's where you have the money for, and you want to take that chance, go ahead. I don't know how many carries he's gonna get. They're going against the Broncos. I think the Chargers are gonna win that game, and I think they're still gonna use Eckler just to not overload Melvin in Week Five. First game, I think he gets like 14, 13 touches with a touchdown. It's like fifty yards and a touchdown. Melvin. All right, let's get some. Let's get some lower guys. Sony, he's a risk, but I, I don't hate it. I think that they, they owe him a week. I think his week's coming where, you know, Belichick gives it to that Patriots running back and they have like 30 points. It's coming soon. You're only saying that because he's on your fantasy team. James White's not bad either. All right. No one picks. I got two. One cheap, one mid-range. My cheap one, Jalen Samuels. 5,000. James Conner is getting evaluated this week, which means uh, his ankle, which means I don't know how much he's actually going to play if you if you're spending the week getting evaluated. If he gets fully cleared, then he might. I mean, Jalen Samuels played the whole game; he had like yeah. 19 points. So five thousand, and they're doing all this short shit. Jalen Samuels is like a receiver and a running back. He does all of it, so I like his price. And then if you go up a little more, Miles Sanders. I think everyone's going to be on the hype train of Jordan Howard. But I think this might be a, a sneaky week for Sanders where he might break off a big one and get you like 17 points. He looked really good last week. Um, it's just annoying because I I have him on my fantasy team and it's like every week I'm like, this is his week. He's going to like get no, like he's two getting the yards. He's getting the yards. He, needs to get he just needs to get in the end zone. Yeah. All right, let's move the receiver. Here it is. I'm locking it in. I am taking all the big dogs. I'm taking DeAndre, Julio, Michael Thomas, Mike Evans. Hopkins is the first guy I am putting in my lineup. Do you know who the Falcons have given up touchdowns to? Corey Davis, who's the number one receiver. T.Y. Hilton, number Did one receiver. AJ Brown have two against the Yeah. League? Adam Thielen, number one receiver. Nelson Aguilar was our number one receiver. Every number one receiver has scored against the goddamn Falcons. Hopkins is due for a big week, too. So, I'm liking this idea of taking Hopkins at 8,500. Do you think they're going to be able to pass block well enough against the Falcons? Because the Texans just give up like six sacks a game. I don't care. I think this is the Julio versus Hopkins showdown. I like both of them. I think this is a good stack. Both terrible pass defenses. Why not? I like both of them. Mike Evans, last year in New Orleans, had over 100 yards and a touchdown. I still, Like I said, I think this is a shootout. I think he's he's getting hot right now. They said he was battling sickness first two weeks. Michael Thomas, dude, he's he's, he's putting up 15 a week. He just needs like the touchdown. Yeah. So, and Tampa Bay's pass, he sucks. All the receivers for L.A. last week had like 20 points. Yeah, Michael Thomas is going to get a lot of targets. All right. Get, let's go a little lower. Let's start picking some guys out. All right. Stephon Diggs is 6,000. This is like, how do you not like it with the Kirk stack? Dude, oh, my God. Don't he, even get me started. He had he had over 100 yards last week, I'm pretty sure. Can you confirm that for me? Let's see. 
Dude, I just you're and really they give up to the deep right ball. Now. This is a team that gives up to the deep ball. I'm I'm really thinking that Diggs is a good price, and honestly, why why not? Oh, he did. Yeah, seven did. for one hundred eight last week. Larry Fitz, Christian Kirk just went down. Larry Fitz might get a good amount of targets. Not a twenty point guy to me this week, but I think he could still have a solid week. And it's time for some no ones. Oh, don't forget about... I, I don't hate Calvin Ridley or Marquise. They're good prices. But the no ones. Okay. Okay. Here he is. He's back from suspension. Robbie Anderson. No. Golden Tate. Golden Tate is 4500 They just cut two receivers to get him to the roster. Apparently, Daniel Jones feels comfortable with him. And Golden Tate's comfortable with Daniel Jones. It was the most perverted thing I read on Twitter today. But, but guess what? I'm taking them. That's just such a... That's your only reason why? I that like case, it. They're comfortable. Hammer it! My other no one I'm going to add to. Deontay Johnson. Took him in FanDuel for the Monday-Thursday slate. He's got two touchdowns in two weeks. Speed threat. And Juju's a little banged up, and the Ravens secondary's given up to the number two receivers right now. Jarvis Landry just had a monster week. I like I like Johnson for five thousand. All right, tight ends. I think Ertz and I think Ertz is also due for his week. Still hasn't gotten his touchdown. His price is dropping a little bit. I like Hooper too. Waller. Eh. Hooper's the most expensive tight end this week. Yeah. Wow. Hooper's in. Eh. Oh, not Hooper. Uh, Waller's in. Eh. Ingram, eh. Let's go down a little bit. Right. I think George, I think OJ Howard. This might be a sneak play. OJ Howard, fifty four hundred. Don't hate. I don't hate that price for him. But I'm not really spending on the tight end this week. You know why? Because we're gonna scroll goddamn down. Not Dawson Knox. No, we're gonna scroll down to Tyler Eifer as my no one pick. Ify. He should have had a touchdown. Should have had. Yeah, yeah. He had two re- t- uh, end zone targets. Arizona can't guard the tight end. Apparently, they've given up touchdowns. Every tight end's going off every week. Yeah, it's a good price. And look who's sitting right next to him. Another no one pick. Irv Smith Jr. What the oh hell is that? Irv Smith. I'm feeling it. I think he's a receiving tight end. Might be a good option against a weak giant secondary. I like it. And if no Deshaun Jackson, Dallas Goddard. Give me Dawson Knox. You can take Dawson Knox. Dude, also, are we just going to keep ignoring Cameron Breit? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right, in defenses, this is so simple. I'm, I don't know. This isn't even a, a take. This is if you are playing FanDuel, you are likely doing this. I am taking the Patriots or the Bears, and if I don't have the money for them, it's either the Titans or the Eagles because the Eagles might go up against Luke Falk or the Titans might go up against Matt Barkley. Everyone else... I would just just take the Patriots. Just if, take the, one of the top if two. If Haskins is playing, just take the Patriots. Take the Patriots or take the Bears. It's a Khalil Mack revenge game. Could be evil. It's worth the money to take the Patriots. They're What did you say? They're like the seventh highest the fantasy scoring Seventh or eighth player. highest, yeah. Uh, of on the so they were worth a first round pick their defense so far yeah so 
Patriots, Bears, I'm locking them in. I don't. I, I'm really not navigating too far elsewhere. And we're cashing in this week. That's what's happening. So you're stacking the top wide receivers. Yes, I've tried to make lineups with all three of Hopkins, Julio, and Michael Thomas, and then having Golden Tate as my flex. Are you still going to be able to pay for the Patriots then or no? Yes, I've I've made that happen. That's because you're taking Kirk Cousins. No, that's because I'm taking Eifert and Golden Tate. True. All right. Can't say I love it, Greed. But you can't say but what's hate great it. about it is that I'm not going to black out just because you are. You're going to black not out gonna over do this it. Jacoby Brissett take. And I'm bikers just... getting in your way. That's what I'm blacking out to this weekend. I'm... Yeah, probably. I'm going to knock them out, dude. I don't give a shit about them. Well, you know what to do. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at SeniorsPod. Just do it. This isn't Nike, but damn it, just do it. This has been Steamer Season 1, Episode 14. Enjoy Week 5. We'll enjoy the cash out. Enjoy the sweats.